The U.S. labor market has proven strikingly resilient, with many indicators pointing to some of the healthiest conditions in modern times. But the October jobs report offered cause to worry about whether it will last. Here's Neil Irwin, chief economics correspondent at Axios. Neil, what did you look at? For a long time, uh, even as we've had all these kind of recession warnings and people talking about how, how hard the economy is, unemployment has stayed extremely low until recently. Last few months, it's ticked up. Recent low was 3.4%. It's now at 3.9%. That's still low by historical standards, but that's a half percentage point jump. That's a big move in just a few months. Okay, and that half a percentage point is key here. Why are we watching that? Well, it's kind of a magic number that a lot of economists have observed over the years. Uh, it's pretty rare for the for the unemployment rate to rise that much and then just level off and stay uh, stay low. What tends to happen is when it rises half a percent, it keeps rising. And so that's what we're watching for. Are we in the middle of the very earliest phases of what will become a recession? Or is this just uh, the economy adjusting and, uh, and then some of the heat in the labor market from the last couple of years petering out? All right. Explain the SOM rule that you looked at. Yeah, this is a thing a Federal Reserve economist came up with a few years ago. It turns out to be a really useful real-time indicator of whether a recession is going on. And it's the math's a little bit complicated. It's the three-month average of the unemployment rate compared to the lowest three-month average over the last year. And when that jumps five, uh, half a percentage point, you're almost certainly in a recession. Now, it hasn't jumped that much yet. It's at 0.3. But historically, that kind of tells you there's a 40% chance of a recession being imminent. So that is a real warning bell. You know, we, the economy has kind of held up throughout a lot of challenges the last uh, year or two. Uh, the question is, how much longer does that continue, given high interest rates and all the things happening out there? I feel to a certain extent we've become numb to recession warnings. There were so many for so long, it seemed. Yeah, there were a lot of people who were, who were very wrong, you know, because this time uh, a year ago, a year and a half ago, it looked like uh, all the historical relationships pointed toward a, a real steep downturn. The Federal Reserve was raising rates like crazy. Um, it just hasn't happened. You know, the labor market stayed quite strong. Inflation has come down kind of gradually without a ton of pain on the kind of growth side. Um, but that might not last. And, and the open question is, as we head into 2024, are we going to start really paying the price for these higher uh, interest rates? And, and is that really going to start to bite more? Hmm. We're speaking with Neil Irwin, chief economics correspondent at Axios. His story is called Why Higher U.S. Unemployment is a Worry. Uh, you zeroed in, too, on workers ages 25 to 54. How do they factor into this? Yeah, well, so the, the reason we look sometimes, uh, economists look sometimes at, they call them prime age uh, workforce, 25 to 54, is it takes out some of the effects that come about when people retire, maybe retire early, uh, or are still in school. So 25 to 54-year-olds, most people in that age bracket are, are going to be part of the labor force. And that trend is a little better, right? The, the unemployment rate has not risen as much among that prime age group. Uh, the share of those people working has stayed pretty high. So that's a, a good sign. That's a sign that this is still a, an environment where people who are in their prime working years want a job, can probably get one. It's just not quite as hot a job market as it was even a few months ago. What does the Fed do with this data, if anything? I think if they're going to be on, on watch. You know, they've, uh, they've kind of signaled they might be done raising interest rates. And this number that we got on Friday uh, really confirms that and really supports that idea that they do not need to raise interest rates anymore. Um, that said, they want to see inflation come down. And if they don't keep seeing solid evidence that inflation is dissipating and coming back down to the 2% that they aim for, uh, you know, you never know. You could see more interest rate increases. Uh, but it's a, it's a very uncertain environment, and, and there's a lot that can go wrong. I mean, in theory, 
rising unemployment would lead to lower inflation, right? Yep, that's the theory. The funny thing is, the theory hasn't really worked too well the last couple of years. You know, <laughs> what we've had the last couple of years is the unemployment rate stayed below 4% for, for nearly two years now. Um, and inflation has come down pretty gradually despite that. Uh, the question is, uh, if yeah, you're exactly right. If, un- if unemployment rate does keep rising, that would be disinflationary. That would be, you know, price pressures would diminish. That doesn't mean people feel great because people might be losing their jobs and that sort of thing. So it's kind of a picture poison situation for, for the economy. Uh, we all want to see inflation come down. We don't want to see a lot of people lose their jobs in the meantime. Revisit a little bit of history here because uh, you, you made a point toward the end of your piece where you said the post-pandemic recovery has been weird in all sorts of ways. Yeah, it absolutely has. And, and you know, you're not supposed to have uh, the, the Fed raise interest rates five percentage points and not have a recession. You're not supposed to have you know, a lot of these relationships that, that are based on history really just haven't worked in, in this whole experience going back to 2020. Um, and I think the reason is everything about this is weird. You don't normally shut down the global economy because there's a, a, a pandemic, because there's a disease. You, you know, that's not what's normally uh, in the kind of economic experience that all of us have lived through the last several decades. Um, and so understanding how things are going to work and what's related to what and what ways is really hard to do. Thanks, Neil. Neil Irwin, Chief Economics Correspondent at Axios.